Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, as always, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says, My female 31 husband, male 32, doesn't want to spend time with his family. I've gotten closer to one of our friends, male 31, and I'm now in love with him. Need help navigating this. Lost and in deep, I need help. I'm not sure if this is the best place for this type of thing, but if there's a better place, please point me in the right direction. So me, female 31, and my husband, male 32, have a four-year-old daughter together. Same old story, great in the beginning, the usual small arguments, and especially since having our daughter, he's way more distant. Would rather spend his time playing video games than spend time with me or our daughter. Oh, and if he's not playing video games, he's on YouTube on his phone, watching people play games. We have a tight friend group that I'm married into, so to speak, 14 of us. Everyone at least went to high school with each other, some went to elementary. I'm the only outsider. Around eight months ago, a couple from this group bought a house very close to ours. Naturally, our daughters have become closer friends and want to do a lot of things together. So she joined the same dance class as ours. The class is at 8am on Saturday, so the dad takes her. Meet S, male 31. S and I have always gotten along. We met around nine years ago when my husband and I got together. The first week at class, we sat together for the hour in the waiting room. It's separate from the hall, so we can't actually watch. We usually just sit in an awkward silence. S is quite a funny guy, so it flew by with his company. The next week, he's there and he says he's going to get a coffee instead of sitting in that room. I'm welcome to join if I'm not busy. I agree and we get in this car. We end up stuck in traffic, so by the time we get there, there's not much time left to sit in and have it, so we get it to go and sat for 20 minutes in his car. That's fine. The next week, he says he's doing the same thing. I'm welcome to join. We go again, and this time, I don't know why, but I got very paranoid about it. I asked if we could just get it in the drive through and stay in the car again. He says sure, and we end up passing his phone between us, picking terrible songs from our childhood for the hour. It was actually quite fun. And every week for the past eight months has went like this and i've not told my husband about any of it i lost my dad a few months ago and my husband just didn't care no compassion no comforting nothing i couldn't believe the man i married was acting this way when i needed him most i couldn't even cry around him without him huffing and puffing s turned to my outlet during this time and i've cried in his arms several times through this he asked how things were at home and I was honest with him and told him I've never felt more alone than when I'm at home with my husband. He's been amazing putting up with me and had suggested a marriage counsellor, which I brought to my husband but he was having none of it. S has told me he feels differently about my husband. 
He had no idea that he was actually like that and he actually made a few comments towards him about it. But as usual, way above my husband's head. I've lost feelings for my husband and probably did it a long time ago and have fallen for S hard. I feel wrecked with guilt, confused, hurt, sad, but all of that goes away when I see his face. I want to add here that in no way has S ever been inappropriate to me. He's never acted creepy, never said anything suggestible, never caught him staring, nothing at all that would suggest he had alternative motives. But I'm ashamed to admit that the only reason we haven't kissed or had sex is because he's never made a move. I'm scared because the way he makes me feel, I don't think I would say no or pull away. There's been a few times after seeing him when I get home that all I do is wish he did make a move. That makes me a horrible fucking person. This all sounds crazy for someone I spend an hour with every morning at the weekend, but it's spilled over to other clubs our kids go to. I see him at nursery. I started matching our dog walking time some days so we will see each other. If there's an excuse to see him, I'll find it and use it. I know this is bad and I need to do something about it. But when it comes to it, I never do anything because I don't want to. Then hours after I'm battling my head telling myself I need to stop and I need to sort my marriage, whether that be working on it or separating. I want to tell S how I feel, but I don't want to look like a fool. I don't want to scare him. What if it blows up their marriage? What if our kids can't see each other? What happens to the friend group if this gets out? A fucking mess. I don't know what to do because we will see each other a lot. My husband would never take our daughter to classes, so I'm stuck with that. I'll always do nursery runs. How can I get over him if he's everywhere? I'm going to start straight in the comments with cultural shape 3518 who quotes and says, I need to stop and I need to sort my marriage, whether that be working on it or separating, then says exactly, leave S out of it. He has a happy marriage and family. That's why you have this crush on him, because he represents what you wish you were getting from your husband. I need to stop daydreaming about an easy escape from all of that, especially when, as you fortunately maintain enough self-awareness to realize, it wouldn't be that easy in real life. Focus on dealing with the reality of the relationship you're in to figure out once and for all if it's time to move on. Goldfun replies to that and says, I totally agree with this. Honestly, you seem so starved for attention that you think you're in love with S. When really you latched onto the first person that showed you attention, plus the fact that he's a good husband and father. Don't cheat and don't be a homewrecker. You know you don't love your husband, so divorce him and you'll be free to find someone to love you and treat you better. Seek therapy for all the emotional neglect and properly process the grief of losing your father. Cheating will only give you instant gratification. You'll be destroying multiple lives, including your daughters in the process. You have a chance to do things the right way without losing all your friends and possibly family, but you'll end up being lonelier than you are now. It might take a little longer, but it'll be healthier and better for your future. Yes, ma'am replies that saying, yes, exactly. I'm a divorce lawyer and I see so many people who sort of do this thing where they feel bad just leaving a relationship that isn't working so they fall in love with the first warm body they find. It's like they think, I'm not a bad person, I'm not walking out on my marriage, I'm in love. And of course, the partner they're cheating on does not feel better about that. It's a variation of being unable to state your needs, like, I won't tell you what I need or work on the relationship, I'll just invent this bizarre new world, or I get a get-out-of-jail-free card because love is love, and the heart wants what the heart wants, and the relationship drifts away as soon as they're out of the marriage. It's a really not great coping technique, but they don't see it when they're in it. They are like OP. Oh, this is so complicated, who knows what do I do? 
Bmac says, leave S alone. He hasn't made any signs that he's anything but in his own marriage. Stop walking your dog on the basis you'll bump into him. Stop manufacturing ways to see him. Stop using him as an emotional crush because you aren't happy in your own marriage. I repeat, leave S alone. Your husband sucks for not comforting you when your father died. You need to have an honest conversation about how he's making you feel and how lonely he's making his own wife. If you both mutually want to work on it, then get therapy and be honest with each other. If you've really fallen out of love, then don't feel guilty for leaving if you come to the end of the road. You deserve happiness, but not at the expense of S and his wife who have done nothing with the challenges in your own marriage. Opie replies saying, it's not to bump into him. We live very close and as it gets darker earlier, we walk together so I'm not alone. But I know that has to stop. I'm just struggling mentally on pulling the plug or how to even go about it. I've brought all this up to my husband. He admits he could be doing a lot more to help out, but then does absolutely nothing to back that up. He won't try therapy whatsoever and God forbid I bring our daughter and sit in his game room with him to spend some time with him. He gets enraged. He mentioned opening the marriage up for me, jokingly one night. I never know with him what he really means. I feel like it's over, but I'm so disappointed and ashamed that this is how our marriage panned out. We have everything we ever spoke about having at the start of our relationship and he's just not present for any of it. Eat the Banker says, even if your husband won't go, you need to get therapy. You're projecting your feelings onto a guy who is just being friendly to you. I have a feeling if you do make any romantic move, you will not accept it. And you will then feel worse when he realizes you're crushing on him. Not one word about his wife, if you haven't noticed. He has a wife and family and is just a nice guy. Not your knight in shining armor come to rescue you. Hope he responds saying, I don't think he would either. Honestly, over the past few months, we've been in countless situations that would be perfect for things to happen and he doesn't do anything. It's not that I'm expecting him to. It's just from, well, almost every other interaction with men and even male friends at some point. They always shoot their shot, married or not. I guess it's just different that he's not. But that in itself can make me swoon over him. I don't get it. I hate being this person. The OP does come back in to update the post and says, Sin as my last post got an overwhelming amount of attention. I thought I would post an update. I want to thank everyone who messaged me privately or from similar situations. Reading through your messages is crazy to me how many people seem to be married to the same person. It's given me the strength I needed to make this decision. Those that left not so nice messages, please think about your words are going to impact someone. It's very easy to sit behind a computer or phone and type up the horrible things you have. I've had people sending me messages saying I should kill myself, that my baby should be taken from me, that I'm a whore that I shouldn't be allowed out in public. I don't deserve those messages. No one does. A lot of people posting here will be in a vulnerable state as it is. There's no need for it and you're the one that comes off looking broken. I'll reiterate here for people who didn't seem to understand. I've not slept with S. I've made no moves to do so. I haven't kissed S and made no moves to do so. I said if he made a move with my frame of mind, I think I would be in trouble. I'm certain there will be other women here that who know what I'm talking about regarding this. Anyway, yesterday I kept the same routine. Off out our walk with the dogs at night, home and bed. Just before jumping into bed, S texts me asking if I used Reddit. My heart sank. I told him I did and asked why. He sent me a link to my post and said, did you post this? I admitted it was me and waited for the ground to swallow me up. He replied with, wow. A few minutes later, text me saying not to stress. He won't tell anyone. Take the night to myself to think things over and we will talk tomorrow, which is now today. 
He told me, we're going to sort it out. Everything will be fine, but we need boundaries. I was a wreck last night, but after a few hours, I calmed down. Didn't get much sleep. I read through all the messages I had gotten. And reading them and looking at my husband passed out on the other side of the bed, I was seething with anger. I have no idea why. That spilled over to this morning and I'm not even going to talk it through with him. We're done. I'm organizing things while he's out so I can leave quickly if I need to. I'm sorting a place to stay today and contacting lawyers. I can feel the relief coming and nothing he says will stop me leaving. If he asks, I'll tell him there was someone who made me realize the life I have with him is not the life I want. I won't tell him who. He's been given countless chances to step to the plate and every time he fails me or our daughter for his own selfishness. He will never change. I haven't spoken to S yet today and I don't really know how that side of things will pan out. I hope we can remain friends but I totally understand if he wants to take a step back. I can't hold anything against him and despite what people are telling me, I want in my last post, I do not want to interfere in anyone's marriage. I may post another update, I may not. The last post was hard to keep on top of. I'm not sure exactly what day but the conversation will be had before Friday. Thank you for the words of encouragement. I really needed it. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Another story from Julie Beans, who says, Would I be the asshole if I asked my in laws to return my children's toys? My children take very good care of their toys and possessions. As it's nearing Christmas, they have chosen old toys to donate. To keep and some they weren't quite ready to get rid of yet. My in-laws don't have many toys at their home and have said they needed to get more for their toy closet for all the grandkids. My elders suggested that they bring their toys to their grandparents for the toy closet. This way they could still play with them and see them when they wanted. And bonus, all their cousins could play with them too. My in-laws were excited and thanked them for donating to the toy closet. The first time we saw the kids' cousins, they were excited to show them the toys and they all had fun playing together. Cut to a couple of months later when we stopped over and they were all gone. My kids asked grandma and grandpa what happened and they weren't sure. They texted my sister-in-law and she said sorry, they were really nice and my kids liked them so we decided to bring them all home with us. My mother-in-law asked if they were bringing them back for their toy closet and she wrote back and simply said, No. <laughs> my kids are kind of hurt as they weren't ready to give them up yet and they wanted to be able to share and play at their grandparents' house. So one, would I be the asshole if I wrote and asked sister-in-law to please bring the community toys back? 
Traditional info, my in-laws are afraid to anger sister-in-law because she is very easy to hold a grudge. So this convo would fall on myself and or my husband who feels the same way. He actually suggested we ask on here. We might be the assholes if we do this. Let's ask Reddit first. Also, their kids have plenty of toys at home, so it's not like they don't have anything to play with. Also, there are multiple families who come to their home with kids. Not just our family and this particular brother-in-law's family. My husband has four other siblings with kids. Nah, definitely not the arsehole in this situation. I, I just got this picture of this woman when she says, oh, are you going to bring the toys back? And she's like, nah. <laughs> it's like cheeky so-and-so. What the hell? I think it's one thing, you know, if you, you mentioned to the rest of the family, oh, do you mind if my kids borrow these for a couple of days and we bring them back next time we're down, something like that. But just to take them and say, nah, we're not bringing them back either. <laughs> but Salty Piglet says, not the arsehole. Your kids put the toys for all the kids in the family to share not for other parents to treat as a free toy store. It doesn't matter if your kids have a lot of toys and sister-in-law's kids have no toys at all. If sister-in-law wants free toys, she has to ask for free toys, not steal from the shared toy closet at grandparents' house. This level of entitlement is nasty. Jet It Together says, Info, did your in-laws tell your sister-in-law she can't keep them? My response would vary dependent on that information. If your in-laws never told your sister-in-law no, and this is when you explain to your kids that once you give someone something, they can re-gift it. Gifts are things we let go of, and donations to places means they belong to the place. It sucks and it hurts, but now we know we can't leave things in grandma and grandpa's, and anything we give to grandma and grandpa may be things they re-gift. If your in-laws did tell your sister-in-law no, then you're in the clear, because your sister-in-law stole things and then refused to return them. OP responds saying my in-laws didn't tell her she could take them. They didn't even know they were gone as she must have snuck them out of the house. They asked if she took them and asked if she was bringing them back. She said no and they are afraid to anger her by asking for them back. Happy as a clam says no, you will not be the arse. Your sister-in-law is though. Tell her plainly that your kids left their toys there to be there to play with when visiting the grandparents. And we're fine with sharing with their cousins. That is the truth. She needs to bring the toys back as they still belong to your kids and the grandparents probably misunderstood why your kids brought them over. She taught you that she is willing to take whatever you bring over to the grandparents, so now you know not to ever do it again. I am Maggie Moo says not the arsehole. Sister-in-law took toys that didn't belong to her. Don't ask. Advise her that they belong to your children who kindly took to the grandparents' house so her kids could also enjoy using them when they visit. However, at no stage were you asked, would you mind them keeping them? Now you want them returned. Would sister-in-law appreciate if your kids decided they like something that belongs to her kids and they just took it? I'm guessing not. So OP does kindly come back in with an update and says, I have to say that I was surprised at the number of people who said I was not the arsehole. It really made us feel better and thank you guys for giving us advice on what to do next. We spoke to my mother and father-in-law and husband told them he didn't like that they were too afraid to say anything. Mother-in-law said that she was afraid since sister-in-law is very quick to go no contact with people. She seems to get sick of people in her life easily and cuts them out when she gets offended. Mother-in-law is afraid to not see her grandchildren. I get the fear, but it's still not right. I ask them if they are at all offered, even inadvertently, for her kids to take the toys we left. They said definitely not, and I believe them. My husband called my brother-in-law and said, thanks to those who suggested this, hey, we were just over at mum and dad's and there seems to have been some confusion. Our kiddos left some toys there to store and for all the grandkids to share. I think your wife thought we wanted to get rid of them. Total miscommunication. Sorry about that. We're heading to the area and can swing by now to grab them. 
brother-in-law said that was fine and he didn't even know they had them so we swung by he found them and helped us pack them all in the trunk sister-in-law was getting ready and came out as we're packing up her face got red and she turned around and went back in the house we stood out for a while talking to brother-in-law until he checked his phone he said he had to get inside and he went to talk to his wife we could hear through the walls that she was yelling and crying after 10 minutes of extremely awkward looks between my husband and i we text him that we were going to head out and he came back out looking upset he said his wife was crying inside that she kept trying to go back and forth with why she had the toys and he was confused we just played dumb and said that our kids couldn't find the toys when we left and went back and were told you guys had possibly accidentally taken them he said he was sorry and we said our goodbyes and left sister and laura has since been posting about how family isn't blood and how she doesn't know who to trust anymore i'm sure it'll blow over one day we also spoke with our children about how kind they were to want to share with their cousins that we are a kind and giving family but that doesn't mean that we let people take advantage of our kindness that we understood that these were given to stay at grandma and grandpa's and how upsetting it was that they weren't there but that it was maybe a misunderstanding and mum and dad got them back now i think they are too young now but one day they will realize how their aunt is thank you all for suggesting we stand up for our kids my husband and i thank you all for the advice hope you have a good holiday pretty well played from the op there i think they handled that in a decent way that caused no extra drama for them i was sort of worried about you know sister and or exploding and causing a whole load of drama which it sounded like she tried in some ways but was pretty unsuccessful at it do i think that's the end of that drama for that family not with her around i don't think but what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so so much for being involved and hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care and much love deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.